In uh, this parish of the Torah, <coughs> parish of Ayese, Torah spends quite a bit of time talking about sheep. Um, Rachel first was the one to be the shepherd, to bring her sheep, and then Yaakov ostensibly took over that job, and he became the shepherd. Um, and then there's a lot of back and forth between Yaakov and Lavan, how exactly he's going to be paid for his job. Um, and ultimately, after changing the, the, his payment plan numbers of times, the <coughs> Yaakov walks away with tremendous wealth, and Lavan feels cheated, which is not surprising. And all the way in the end of the parasha, when Lavan catches up with Yaakov, who ran away, he accuses Yaakov of stealing his trophim, which seemed to be an Avedizara, and he makes a full house search of every toothpick that Yaakov Avinu has, and uh, finds nothing. And Yaakov Avinu at that point gets angry, it says. He gets, Vayicharaf Yaakov Lavan, that he's accusing him of being dishonest and of stealing, and then he goes to demonstrate how honest he's been with Lavan all this time. And among the things he says is a Pasuk. He says, I was there watching your sheep by day, I was eaten by the heat of the day. In other words, he stood in unusual and, and crazy temperatures to uh, watch over these sheep, guard them. And I froze at night, and I didn't sleep, I shook sleep from my eyes, I didn't sleep in order to be able to watch your sheep. Now, this isn't just a mere statement of how much effort he put in watching and taking care of Lavan's money. The Gemara actually deduces from here a halacha and how much is a person obligated when he has this job of caring for someone else's money or someone else's possessions, how much effort does he have to make? So the Gemara is wondering, can a person do what's normal? Like he needs to go to the store to buy something, he needs to take a, a rest, he needs to go to the bathroom, he needs to do things uh, that are considered normal. Are, is that okay if he does that? And in the interim, while he's away, something happens to the thing he's supposed to be taken care of, gets stolen, and it gets broken and it's because he's not there <clears throat> is he responsible is being paid to watch can he take normal breaks and the Gemara this is one opinion of the Gemara says that, yeah a person can do what's normal you can do what normal people do and you're not responsible for, for more than that and if something happens too bad you can't be held responsible but then the Gemara brings this pasuk and says Yaakov Abinu said I was there and it was burning hot and I was there and it was freezing and I didn't sleep it sounds like Yaakov is doing well more than what normal people would do when it's freezing you go stay home and then you come out uh, you know you make spat checks but you don't sit out there in the freezing cold and freeze your toes so the Gemara says that uh, you're, you're right, that's not what a normal person does. This is the kind of thing a policeman does, someone who's appointed to keep people safe. Yeah, to keep people safe. You can't take off, you know, people's lives are on the line. A policeman is required to freeze in order to keep watch. So the Gemara says, well, Yaakov Avinu wasn't a policeman, he was watching sheep. The Gemara says, Yaakov Avinu was telling Lavan that I, I, the kind of care I gave your sheep, was way above and beyond what I was obligated. I did what even a policeman has to do to watch over a city when people's lives are on the line. That's the kind of care I provided for you, way more than is required of a typical person who has this job of watching sheep. And I think that this whole exchange then between Yaakov and Lavan and the way the Gemara understands it, it reveals something important about the greatness of the Avis, and really about the greatness of all our G'dayli Yisrael, and it's something that tells us how to proceed, how, how we get ahead in our growth in Abayi Hashem. 
the, the Gemara says that there's something that's normal, right? There's a normal way of watching. Yaakov Avinu did not do what was normal. He did way, 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 way above and beyond. He actually did the most possible watching, the most care that's humanly possible that he could possibly do, he did. He froze until near death. He was burnt in the heat until dehydration. He didn't sleep until he simply collapsed from, from lack of sleep. He did the, humanly, the most humanly possible uh, which was way above what the Gemara says, that you really don't have to do what is normal. Now, why is it that Yaakov Avinu did that? Why did he do that? Why did he do what was so much more than normal? So you may think that Yaakov Avinu was doing, you know, above and beyond. He was a machmir. He was doing stringent things. He was doing stringency. He was doing extra. But that's not the secret over here. That's not why Yaakov Avinu did that. Yaakov Avinu did that because for him, that was normal. For him, when washing over someone's sheep, taking care of someone else's items, is Avedis Hashem. It's serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And in him, the normal in, a Kaddish, in serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu was the highest level, the highest degree. That for him, well, well, that's normal. that was his expectation of himself. Now, let, let me give, tell you a story, just to emphasize this fact. It's a story I've said before. I really love this story. I heard it from Rabbi David Lapian, who's a grandson of Rav, uh, Rav Eli Lapian, Zetzal. Um, and he was, you know... Uh, he did take care of his grandfather at some point. He was Rosh Hashiva in Brooklyn for many, many years. Uh, and his son was a friend of mine in the Los Angeles Kyle. In any case, Sir Rebdev Lapian, he said that uh, his grandfather, Rebdev Lapian, when his father was a young boy, so the, the, father, the son of Rebdev Lapian, his name was Rebdev Lapian. So Rebdev was, was young, like 10 or 12, and they moved. They had been living in one town, and they had a tiny little apartment with 10 or 12 children, they didn't fit, it wasn't, they couldn't survive anymore, so they had, they had rented an apartment in a different uh, town nearby, they packed up everything that they could fit into the little house, they drove over a horse and buggy to the other town, and they get to this place, and they're ready to move in, and the Al-Ravelli-Lapian knocks on the door, wants to get the key, and the door opens, and someone else is there, not the landlord, and he says, you know, I know that this is really your apartment, I know that you rented it, you got it first, but listen, I was recently evicted from my apartment and I was able to get this one and I have two daughters that are engaged to be married and if I don't have a place to live and a place to host my son-in-laws they, the whole shidduch is going to fall through so I know you're right but can you please just allow me to keep this so Rav Lapian went back to the carriage he says guys are turning around and we're going back home so Rav Lapian who's a young boy he said Ta. He said, that's not the halacha that's not what it says in Shulchan Aruch. It's Chayacha Kaidman. You signed the lease. It's yours. He can't do this to you. You don't have to do this. This is your own life. It comes first. We can't, we can't manage in that other apartment. So Ravel Lapian told him, he said the Shulchan Aruch was written for the last Revi'ez Dam of a Jew. He said what it says in Shulchan Aruch is the minimum that a person has to do. If a person is in a higher level, that's not Lufnim Meshur Sadin. That's what you're obligated to do. And that's how Ravel Lapian looked at it. He didn't look, okay, I'm going to do a tremendous favor, I'm going to go way above and beyond, I'm going to do a tremendous chesed, I'm going to get tremendous for that. He was, on his, in his context, in what he expected of himself, this was obligatory. He didn't have another choice. And that is a key. That's a key to godless, which is that when a person understands themselves, and we understand what we should expect of ourselves, so then even though we may see other people who have a different normal, or we may ourselves know that we once had a different normal, we don't, we don't view ourselves, okay, this is extra, this is special, it's obviously uh, a person should appreciate his growth, or their growth, and a person should appreciate where they've, what they've achieved, but the approach is that I have a different normal. 
my normal obligates me much, much more. And that was Yaakov Aminu was telling Laman. Yaakov Aminu said, I provided the, tr- the best care that is humanly possible, that typically a regular shamer, a regular person, watchman, is not obligated to do that. But for me, there's a whole different normal. When it comes to honesty, when it comes to taking care of other people's money, in Yaakov Avinu's eyes, the only kind of, uh, uh, of service he could provide was the most a human being could possibly provide. And for him, that was normal. That was obligatory. That was the kind of service that Yaakov Avinu provided. And it's, it's something to think about. It's something to think about because there are many ways that we've grown. And then there are times that sometimes, you know, we wonder about, okay, should we really be doing that? It's difficult, maybe we should drop it. And we have to understand that when we reach a new level, and when we reach, we accomplish something, when we've achieved growth in our Vedas Hashem, in our davening, in our patience, in our Musa, whatever it is we've achieved, that now is our normal. And that is something we have to look at ourselves, that we're obligated now. And that's, that is growth. That's how a person becomes godless. That's how a person achieves greatness. Have a good night and a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you.